Hi, I'm Tiffany, 19 years old. And I'm her older sister, Angelina, 22. And this is my sister, the therapist. So I'm really excited for today's episode because um, I've just finished watching Emily in Paris and I need to decompress because what an episode yes. or what a series that was. Okay, I feel <laughs> like, I mean, let's just go. No structure. Let's just talk about how we felt. So I just finished watching yeah. literally about 10 minutes ago. I, I just finished episode 10. My relationship mm. with it was... Oh my god, well, okay, there's so many places to start. I'll just say overall. Should we just give, like, our overall, like, take, yes. like, our overall experience with it? Because I feel like, well, I mean, throughout the whole thing, the consistent thing for me was it was just bad writing, but it was, like, fun. So, like, it went yeah. from really bad start. The first episode was so bad to, like, me getting invested because of the relationship. And then yeah. episode 10 just got so cringy. Like, this last episode was just so bad. So it was a V yeah, or I know. opposite mountain. Right. no i texted this to you but i feel like the way i see it is like it's a kids show but they tried to put like adult content in it because the writing was just so elementary but i got so invested in the relationship so i liked it and i was like hate watching it the whole time wait okay on your point about the kids show no that's so real because i realized like oh i feel like they couldn't decide whether they wanted to make it a safe show or not because like exactly and then they'll throw in like really explicit stuff randomly <laughs> like the vibrator and the orgasm talk right it was so like random. okay it was good but it's like you either go all out or not at all right because i feel like it was exactly. just so funny because like the sex scenes there weren't really except for the weird moaning ones but like it wasn't enough for mm-hmm. you to feel like this is an adult show but like yeah and i realized especially, this is when mm-hmm. no i was just gonna say especially when like their music choices are so young like tiktok music can't okay well what i was gonna say is what triggered me or not triggered me but what made me realize that i thought it was a kid's show is in episode 10 when emily poured herself mm-hmm. a glass of wine to drink like at yeah. the end like right before she ran to the restaurant i know exactly I, what you're talking about i was about. like oh i forgot that she's old enough and i was like but i was just like that scene was so cringy because i'm like oh i forgot that this is like an adult you know what i mean because it was just so kid yeah. feely like teen feely that like she's like drinking yeah. wine to decompress and i'm like that's what like depressed people like us do at this age but like it felt like such a kid mm-hmm. show that I was, like, immediately, like, put off that she was drinking wine. I was like, I forgot she was this yeah. old. Because you also, like, don't really see her do that, besides, with the exception of, like, being at a restaurant or something. Like, she's never done that. Also, it's so funny that you bring that scene up. <laughs> because literally, I remember when I was watching it, I saw the wine and it, like, was clear. It was translucent. Or it was transparent. Like, it looked like cranberry juice. <laughs> I literally saw it, okay. and I was like, did you not even try? Okay, these are <laughs> minor details. We need to get to the nitty-gritty. I know, but I just think it's so funny. But, yeah, okay. Okay, oh my god. That scene was just so cringy, too. She was pounding on the door, like, screaming Dude, Gabrielle. Wattpad. Wattpad. <laughs> okay, well, should we start from the beginning? Or, okay, not the beginning, but just, like, overall story, story stuff, right? Like, obviously, we both agreed that it was very yeah. poorly written. But, like, I think we both also understand why it sold so well. I saw this TikTok by this girl. Her username is Jessica in Paris. Like, before the show came out, this was her entire identity. She was, like, an <gasps> Awkward, American living whoa. in Paris. And her username was wow. Jessica in Paris. And she was talking about how, like... So she she was like, yes, I watched the show. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. But did I watch the whole thing? Yes. Did I love it? Yes. And she was yeah. like, but what it is, it's, it's basically Paris porn. She was like, it makes oh. people, like... Um, it gives you, like paris syndrome which is bad enough like have you heard of paris syndrome Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah yeah. it's like you know where like 
you become so infatuated with the idea of Paris that when you go, you're just so underwhelmed because it, like, didn't live to your expectations. So she was saying how, like, this entire show is basically, like, Paris porn. And I felt that because it worked on me. And I I think it worked on you, too, right? Where it's, like, Mm -hmm. I wanted a French boyfriend. I wanted to, like, drop my life and move to Paris. I romanticized everything about Mm -hmm. Paris that I'd forgotten about. Like, that's exactly what the show did. So it literally is Wattpad because it let you live that fantasy, even though it was so bad. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Paris yeah. porn because it's just yeah. And and it's it's ridiculous because like of course people are gonna like it because like I texted you again like this is one of my dream lives and like I know everyone is like oh yeah. yeah of course if I can like work in fashion and just like do social media and basically be an influencer in Paris who gets like a blonde blue eyed boyfriend like <laughs> people pine over that sh- and I remember you telling me about Paris syndrome too like after you went yeah. And I thought it was so interesting, and like, of course, this yeah. like kissing booth, but <laughs> Paris style is like going viral. Yeah, like, I don't know. Okay, and then I just like. Okay, oh, I'm so torn because I love it so much, but like it's so I, good. But okay, that's we want that. You know well, what I mean. I love it because, like, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm like, ooh, this is my French personality, like me wanting to get that French boyfriend, right? But yeah. like. I, I got that high, like, in the middle of this, the season. So, like, episodes, like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, three to seven when it started picking up her relationship with Gabrielle or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But it died down episode ten because it was just so poorly written. Like, I think the episodes got a little bit more believable. I think, honestly, it's because Mindy and other characters made it interesting. But episode ten mm-hmm. turned me off so much that I didn't even care about the relationship. Like, mm-hmm. wasn't it just so cringy? Like, it got resolved, like, uh, and, like... There's just, yeah. And she's like obviously a bad friend. She's literally cheating on her. She cheat like helping yeah. her friend cheat. But, and like the problem is like the writing is so bad that it's like you support Emily. Yeah. Because it's like oh they set up the whole show just for Emily to end up with Gabrielle, and then it almost felt like by the end of this season, like by the end of episode ten, it almost felt like the entirety of season one was just to set up what was to come for season two. True. It's like they were expecting like to have you. season two. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. So, I didn't like I that know. at all. Dude, yeah, it was such a deus yeah. ex machina when she walked in and, like, Antoine is sitting outside the restaurant. He's like, oh, I'm gonna buy it mm-hmm. for Gabrielle. Okay, I mean... It makes yeah, sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, well, okay, there's a way for you to expect an ending and still be satisfied with having it. Like... Yeah, I agree. So, like, I think we all expected Gabrielle to stay, obviously, but the way they did it was just so, like, so easy. It's like they solved it the moment Antoine was in the restaurant. Yeah, like, I already knew. It was so I was random. Like, they were though. talking about investments. I was like, of course this man is going to save everything. But it's just like, so he's random. been giving Emily money since day one. <laughs> oh my god, ew. I guess we can go into. Okay, well, one of the big criticisms that I was hearing, both mm-hmm. on TikTok and, like, Twitter and stuff, Mm-hmm. it's like apparently it's like really racist um and i can definitely see that in the sense that it's like portraying like and you you were you were talking about that too right how it like portrays french men as this like archetype um oh yeah i didn't really okay well yeah i didn't really think that all french people acted the way they did in the show like i didn't take that away i, mean, I guess some mm-hmm. people did so i don't think I had the I don't think I had the understanding after the show that like French people are just gonna keep flirting with me and like cheat on everybody. Like I don't I definitely don't associate all French people with like flirts and cheats. I honestly, if anything, really like the philosophy that they introduced about French people though. Whether I mean I guess I'd have to do some research to find out if that's true or not, but like the whole philosophy about Americans living to work but French people working yeah, to live. That was just what I was about to say. 
Like, the show had its moments, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But overall, it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. But also, the criticism that you're talking about, um, I was reading the article, actually, before we started recording, and it was, like, mainly from, like, French men. So I'm wondering if it's just because, like, you know, like, when you come from that community, you're a little hypercritical of how people portray you on screen. Like, I know I'm like that with Asian women, so, like... Yeah. That's I don't true, know, that's but true. you're right. I didn't really get that idea about, like, Frenchmen after watching the show. Mm. That's actually a good point, because we are really critical of our own people, so... Yeah. For us to you be like, put oh, your, we don't... Yeah. yeah, for us to be like, oh, we don't see them like that, I guess is how other people respond to us when we have criticism about... Exactly. Um, but anyway, um... Yeah, back to your point about the show having moments, I think it did, like, the end... Okay, but because the writing is so poor... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, the ending scene when Emily and Gabrielle finally, like, have sex or whatever, and it, like, gets pretty deep, and I was like, I felt that, like, when she was like, we shouldn't be together, right? I, like, really liked that speech, minus the fact that it was just so poorly written. I was like, it, they could have had a moment. There were so many parts uh-huh. of the show where I'm like, this could have been something, but you know what? I think it also has to do with the fact that Netflix shows are 10 episodes, was, and you kind yeah. of just have to rush And they're, like, everything. 20 minutes, yeah. Exactly. So I think they had to rush through everything, because I think, like... So, I think you were saying that a original person wrote Sex in the City or something, right? Yeah. And they definitely took away a lot from Gossip Girl. Like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously I watched Gossip Girl twice. Like, I loved Gossip Girl. And mm-hmm. I got some Gossip Girl vibes, but it was like a discount Walmart Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even get me started in the outfits. They need a new stylist on this show. It was just that so was bad. her silicone boots. I already told her you that, but they're boots. so ugly. Her like, they purposely hats. made her look ugly. <laughs> but, like, um, anyway, what was I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't, I think it had so much potential because like with Gossip Girl the scandal mm-hmm. was actually dramatic whereas hers are just so silly and frivolous you know they're so I like, think they were just trying to make it a comedy or something or like lighthearted fun. I guess okay and that's yeah. the thing it's like oh, if that was their goal then yeah they really did succeed because I like wanted to go to bed every night the past two days just to watch this show yeah it like doesn't make you upset and like I never really like I never had strong feelings about any character like negatively I didn't hate mm-hmm. anyone because I, they like tried to stay unproblematic with the bad writing so yes. maybe they just didn't like build the characters enough yes that's my reasoning for it. <laughs> okay i because honestly sylvie okay i think she's the perfect amount of villain or antagonist sylvie mm-hmm. where i still actually really like her i love when you can understand yeah i like her i like their relationship i think it that was like one of the only things that showed like mm. emily's character growth <laughs> i thought yeah true okay wait i saw a tiktok that was like what is this show about emily when her friends are more interesting than her because like <gasps> i do think mindy and camille are so interesting and like the dude is, mindy needs like more yeah because when you think about the scenes that she has with her friends you get more out of her friends than out of her that's what i've noticed yeah um, yeah but no on to your point about not hating anybody i really hated emily past season past episode oh, really? eight i was so done with her she was just so annoying like when she kept trying to fix the pierre thing I was like, shut up. She went to his room when he was crushing those creme brulees. She was so annoying. The gray space thing. Dude, maybe I was just already turned off by the American Friends of the Louvre stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I already knew it was going to go downhill with Mm -hmm. that. But I don't know. She started to really annoy me. Also, because I hate, like, protagonists that are just, like, frivolous and, like, quote, spontaneous. Like, oh, I'm just going to do whatever. No consequences. Mm -hmm. And now she has, like, two men riding on her coattails, Mm -hmm. like, messes things up at work and still manages to skirt by. Again, that's just my relationship with, like, white people with pretty white privilege who make it. Yeah, that's the entire show. Yeah, I feel like as much as we're, um, kind of complaining about how it's poor writing, I also think it's, 
frustrating to me because it feels realistic because i can see how like white girls in marketing make it just by doing that mm-hmm. you know they literally just like talk to somebody have that fake confidence yeah know somebody and, and because they're pretty yeah. because they're white they're trusted and they like will get flirted with like by these marketing yeah. executives and that's the thing it's like the, wh- the white girls will get that in anything yeah. so it's almost like the show is realistic in a way where it's like it makes sense why she's unproblematic because if you're yeah. white pretty and nice like yeah. why can people hate you they can't that's so like that's the problem i don't know also like kind of going back to your whole thing about like it being able to be deep like the moment between <laughs> emily and gabrielle like i literally laughed I'm... i didn't think it was deep at all i never thought their relationship was anything deeper than like sexual tension i feel like they did him so dirty like his lines were so bad there were lines where like he no they I were funny that we're struggling <laughs> he was struggling Dude, to they make were them funny good. shut up okay but i was like eating that up like in the beginning when her shower broke oh, that was yeah. like prime wattpad <laughs> moment okay see these were like okay okay <laughs> this is the thing like that shower thing you just knew i literally the moment she met him and the moment her shower broke you just knew that she was gonna be using his shower oh but, like, yeah you were okay with that like there are moments yeah because like, you want it to happen exactly but then like yeah. there are moments where they did that but there are moments where they made their cliches so annoying you know well like mm-hmm. the buying the restaurant thing and like i mean there were so many other yeah. moments like oh my god like yeah when she just became an influencer like what the heck that was no exactly but it's like it was one line in episode three something it's like yeah now she just got invited to an event i know and it's like bridget macron retweeting okay i feel like it just sucks because it's like that's not unrealistic nowadays you know what i mean okay true. like to become like an overnight like success but the way that she like literally seduced everyone around her was just like all right, Darren, relax. Like, no. <laughs> Give her some struggle. Okay. She just gets everything handed to her. No, I know what you mean. And I think that's why she literally shows, like, zero character growth. It's because, like, True. her problems are so trivial that, like, she doesn't learn from them. It just works out for her. That's such a good point about character growth. I, you're right. I don't think she had any character growth. And but the problem is I didn't mind. <laughs> no, that's true. Okay, this is, no, what, what is that you learn in a screenwriting class? It's like, there's two things. Either the character, it's, it's either a story about character. Okay, well, mm-hmm. a, good, a good movie or a good story is going to be a story about character and plot. But a lot of times in Hollywood, mm-hmm. it's character or plot. And I yeah. feel like this is one of those things. Okay, well, it's with superhero movies. With superhero movies, it's always like the plot drives the character instead of the character driving the plot. Or the world is driving mm-hmm. the character, right? And, like, I feel like mm-hmm. this is one of those situations where Paris or the world is driving Emily. She doesn't grow from it. Yeah. But she grows in the sense yeah. that she, like, learns French or something. It's, like, basic growth. That was stupid. Like, Sorry. When she suddenly just, like, speaks American French and people are like, you're so fluent. I, no. I freaking hated it when she would go bonjour. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Like, stop. Please. You won't even try. obnoxious. Okay. There's so many... Oh. I remember one thing that annoyed me so much. Uh, I don't even know how to explain this part, but, like, the sexier sexist episode and, like, just the entire beginning. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like it was the writers trying to make their show so deep. They're trying to be like, yeah, we're, like, fashion forward. Or, like, we're, yeah. like, in with the times. Hashtag me too. Like, women, feminists. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. trying so hard to be, like, 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 more power to women when she was trying to call them out for being sexist. And I'm like, this is just, mm-hmm. they're, like, hitting you over the head with it. When she was, like, standing, like, she, yeah. oh, that woman's naked. Like, she's just being objectified. And I'm like, there are mm-hmm. ways to say this without being, like, cliche and, like, hitting you over the head with it. Also, like. There's just so many things wrong with that because, first of all, I also think that, like, 
the way they wrote that is like she's being so disrespectful to the people she's working with to like in like to, they to made her seem superior exactly she's like penetrating with american ideals in a way that french people hate no in a way the world hates where america thinks it always knows better you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then like yeah i know exactly um it's yeah i feel like they made her like a really over exaggerated like caricature i guess of like an american yeah. stereotype like everything about her the way she dresses <laughs> was literally like the last straw for me <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> I mean her bucket hat was so funny, dude. When that it girl was so ugly, whatever called her bucket hat, I was like, that's so. Funny. That was funny, dude. Okay, wait, wait. Before I I, I lose my train of thought though about, uh huh, go. Oh, cause okay, well I thought this was interesting because I when I took French at Oxford, that's what I learned too about how. Cause I think my, I think my tutor or my yeah I think my tutor mm-hmm. in a lot of my lessons mm-hmm. she would talk about how like French is a really masculine language. So a lot of words, like like, like the yeah. word for kitchen is feminine. Um, all, everything in a kitchen is a feminine mm-hmm. noun. Oh, yeah, all and that. She was yeah. talking about that, right? And I think they were trying to do something like that with this show, like the masculine or feminine thing, like feminine thing with the vagina being... Oh, yeah, because she would ask... Yeah. You know, oh, I think they were trying so yeah, hard to be deep, but like... I know, like there's no way these like American writers spoke an ounce of French before this. Like I would not believe them if they told me and spoke French in front of me. I'd be like, you're cheating. Like, I don't believe it. Also, the translator app? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, wait, but yeah, yeah, your point on the outfits, though, is so true. Okay, that's my thing. Like, who... Like, they had the budget for a better, like, stylist. No, I think they and, did it on purpose. Why? To make her look American. To make what? her look different from everyone else. Because I was watching it because I <clears> wanted <throat> to do a feature on Meta. Um, and all the French people around her either had, like... Um, monochrome like outfits yeah or like yeah because she was always in like more than three colors and then everyone else around her was only wearing two and i was like okay so you're just trying to make her look like a humiliating american (laughs) like if anything if anything we should be annoyed that they're making americans look so bad (laughs) i don't know because like i not to circle back to gossip girl again you know could they even talk about that Mm -hmm. on the show but like even the outfits in gossip girl were so good like I feel like with Sex mm-hmm. and the City and Gossip Girl, it, they became cult classics, or not cult classics, but they became so well-liked because people, like, would make their Pinterest boards of these outfits, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah, like like in Gossip Girl, like I said before, like, a lot of runway stuff was actually, this was before influencer culture, so a lot of runway outfits were tested mm-hmm. on Gossip Girl before they even yeah. went on runways, right? So they had, like, iconic outfits. Even though they were American, they had, like, iconic outfits mm-hmm. that people, like, wanted. Same with Sex and the City. Like, oh, she's so chic. I think with Emily in Paris, yeah. you work at a fashion marketing thing or whatever in Paris, know. you know? Like, your outfits could be better. Because I just feel like her outfits were so bad. If they wanted to make this show something like Gossip Girl where girls want to, like, like, be slash look like this whole aesthetic... Like, do a better job. Mm-hmm. The stylist was so... I don't know who the I stylist know. was, but it was just so bad. Like, the bucket hats, like, once is enough. But, like... Okay, the problem is, it wasn't bad enough, though, that I was, like... What you were saying, that I thought it was, like, intentional. Like, it didn't feel intentional to mm-hmm. me. I don't know why, to me, it did. It felt intentional to me because it's almost like her ridiculous outfits went with her personality. You know what I mean? <sighs> But it's like, like I don't they dressed her in like disgustingly neon floral every day. <laughs> like I hated it. Oh my god. Speaking of outfits, okay, but then 
Bro, the Pierre Cadeau, like, the last episode. That was funny. It was episode nine. That was funny. When he, like, went to the gray space thing. Yeah, that was funny. I was, like, really expecting something at least kind of good. It makes me wonder. Like, at least kind of good. Even if it was going to be average, but they just made it bad. It's like they didn't hire anyone. Also, the fabric looked like felt. It was felt, I'm pretty sure. Like, I just feel like even if you wanted to make it average, make it average. But they just had to make it bad. Like, it was so cringy. Yeah. His entire character to me was, like, just another over-exaggerated, like, stereotype of, like, the crazy fashion designer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, One thing we haven't talked about, though, is Camille's family. And I thought... Dude, okay. Like I said, the show had its moments and i thought her like accidental relationship with camille's younger brother was so funny timothy they had so many little details like the hickey on her neck like showing he's young wait or, like, that that like, shows that they're young yeah because older people don't give hickeys like what? only like high schoolers and like young people do and then also <laughs> i did not I pick picked up, on, up that. on like remember like the first scene where they ever showed lily collins having sex was with that guy and i was like why would they make it so abrupt it's because she had to teach wait. him how to do it right, remember? Wait, wait, what are you when talking When they were about? having sex, she was, like, telling him, like, go slower or something. Or, like, don't do it like that, remember? Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. I feel yeah. like they were trying to hint at the fact that, like, he literally didn't know what he was doing. I thought it was because he said that about her wine. Because when she was drinking, he said, you're supposed to go slower. And she was like, oh, ha, 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 okay. oh I didn't pick up on and that. And then when they were having sex, she said it to him. Oh. I think it was that, but also that. It could have been both, honestly. It's probably both. Either way. <laughs> yeah, I was just, just going to say, of, I was going to say, of course you picked up on the fact that he was young. Because you just pick up on every detail nowadays about every man. Because you trust issues. Like, yeah. you even do that for a show. Yeah, okay, also, I did not think he was cute. I thought he was so cute. He just looks like a 2012 Hollister model. Relax. Oh, but the older brother was cute. Yeah, the one that literally, yeah. That had two seconds of screen time. The mullet. Why would they do this to him? Did him dirty. Dude, I... Okay, but I loved that. Like, I love the romance. I almost feel like he came up with, like, the romance plot and then just tried to sprinkle in random details here and there. That's interesting. Yeah, okay, well, I feel like the romance plot, you're right, I think the romance plot he already knew right off the bat, like, the writer, I think he already knew right Mm -hmm. off the bat what he wanted out of the romance plot, whereas, like, he didn't know what he wanted to do in Paris with her. Literally, every episode was a different project. I'm like, what? I know. And I'm like, in a 20-minute, 10-episode Netflix (laughs) special. All right, relax. I love it, but, like, okay, I think we have to acknowledge the fact that we don't like it because it's good. We like it because it's a life we want to lead. It's literally Paris porn, like the person said. Yeah, and also, like, I'm not the type of person to be, like, pretentious about things. Like, okay, it's bad writing, yeah. but, like, I was so invested. Like, yeah, exactly. obviously, I like the show. No, me too. You know? So it's, like... Yeah. It's okay, yeah. Well, okay, if I stopped at episode 8, I would actually say that I liked it. But episode 9 and 10 were just such turnoffs. Like, the way they finished it was so bad. Also, okay, not to be a meanie, but I think Lucas Bravo's acting could have used a little bit of work on episode 10. He did great for the first 9, considering how bad his lines were that were given to him. Yeah, he actually was pretty good in the first 9. I'm thinking of episode 10. Like, I think with the last one... So in episode 10, what threw me off is when he, like, just popped up out of the restaurant. He was like, like, oh, hey, And I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) 
and then he, he's like let me get a third glass <laughs> it's almost like yeah. he was so ready to be done with filming like all right <laughs> that's what i think it is dude that's literally what i think it is because like i think he's so talented like okay you know what i'll say everybody's acting they cast this show i know really that's something yeah. else they cast like mindy perfect camille yeah perfect i thought sylvie was even perfect. gabrielle dude sylvie was perfect even what's his name her initial doug doug <laughs> Freaking Doug. <laughs> Dude, Antoine is low-key hot, too, even though he's, like, 50 years old. But, like, no. they casted it well. Like, he had that older... I thought the other one was cute. Um, Pierre's, like, son or something. No, his ne- his nephew. Whatever. Okay, the thing is, Gabrielle, he has everything. Like, I think he's overall the best one, but I think in terms of looks, Timothée is cute. I think he's fine. Oh, oh, we were talking about the acting. I guess that, that could be our last thing we talked about, but... Yeah, I thought the acting was brilliant. The casting was so good. Mindy, so good. I love her little side plot, too. It's cute. I love... Well, I don't think we need to address this again. Well, no, we do, because you and I have talked about it separately before mm-hmm. this, but, like, um, I thought her Asian plot, so yeah. good. Considering, like, the person isn't Asian, right? Like, I think yeah. this is one of those instances where they could have done this for the whole show, where it's, like... Because you know how I was saying how they could have gone deep but didn't... Or, or no, 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 with the sex thing. Like, they couldn't decide whether to make this a kid show or an adult show. But I think with Mindy, mm-hmm. they did a good job of deciding that they didn't want to go too deep into the Asian thing. And I think it worked really well. Like, the fact that they just said, yeah, like, Zipper King, no Chinese accent, even though she's from Shanghai. I love that. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, like, such a minor thing. And, like, yeah. I don't mind that she's not Chinese. Like, it's a Korean actress whose Chinese is so bad. But I literally don't mind. Not offended by that, you know. Like, she speaks French. Yeah. And... Because sometimes when directors try to, like, dive too deep into, like, a cultural background, you end up tokenizing them, and then it gets awkward because it's, like, you have to kind of incorporate that into everything else about them, but he didn't do that, and I liked that. Yeah, she was, like, such a well-done Asian character. And then you don't think it's weird that she's Asian, which, like, surprisingly is what you think about a lot of the times in shows with Asian people. It was, like, the perfect amount of, like, getting to know her background versus just, like, getting to know her. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like a lot of supporting Asian characters are always like, I'm doing this because my parents wanted me to get A's. But like her story of like, oh, like my dad wanted me to go to business school. It wasn't just about her race, you know? It was about like everything about her background. So it made her seem like, and I quote, like normal compared to her white counterparts. Whereas like with other shows, they like make it just about the culture. Yeah, yeah, they do make it just... Yeah, because I was going to say, like, she's not defined by her race or parents mm-hmm. in this. But, okay, should we talk about Lily Collins? I yeah, like, I thought she was dude, perfect for the role. She was per- Dude, I, like, am not going to see her as Lily Collins. I see her as Emily Cooper now. <laughs> this role was made for her. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting, which kind of goes to, like, Lily Collins as, like, like visually. Um, I remember a couple years ago, I was reading about how, like, blondes and brunettes, like... People like to see them together, um, whether it's, like, a romantic relationship or a friendship. And that makes me wonder if, like, that's why they casted, like, Camille as, like, a blonde girl. And, like, they're kind of, like, going for the same guy. But their chemistry looks good on screen because, like, people like to see that duo together for some reason. I read it. Yeah, it's, like, a weird screen thing. I don't know if it was intentional, but I just thought it was interesting when I was watching the show. I can see that, though, because um, of a lot of how, or at least perception on screen... Mm-hmm. isn't it like blonde characters are like conventionally the beautiful ones and so brunettes are like the underdog type of characters yeah and, and that's so almost that how i coil. yeah that's kind of how i see it playing out i guess because yeah. like obviously Camille had though. the boyfriend yeah she was nice there was no reason I to hate like, her 
she had the potential to be a really mean character. They could have made her, like, mm-hmm. so mean. But I think I liked that she wasn't. Like, they didn't overcomplicate that, at least. Yeah, because then that would just contradict their whole, like, attempt at, like, abolishing sexism in, like, episode two or whatever. Oh, Because, like, when yeah. you make all the women in the show battle over one man, that's, like, humiliating. I will not watch your show. It's just, like it's the like maybe who knows maybe they're doing that for season two i don't know but how do you feel about the two like multiple men going after one girl then which is what's happening i guess in the, season two. the thing with the multiple men going after one girl is like you don't see, like when that happens they don't pick they don't depict men in a way to be evil they just make it seem like the woman is what they want but i feel like when mm, see, women are going after guys like they're snakes. villainizing each woman against each other yeah. that's um, true yeah which is, like, a lot of criticism from the Bechdel test, I think. So it's, like, yeah. 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 I think it's, like, perfect, the relationship. Emily mm. and Camille. Yeah. I also, yeah, I've, I agree that with season 10. We can round season off the conversation here and any other thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But, um, or sorry, episode 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they definitely made it a little bit too obvious that they were preparing yeah. for season 2. Because the way Mindy moved in. I know. That was fast. <laughs> you just knew that it was because of season yeah. 2. That Mindy yeah. moved in. I mean, I love it because I, I, I like their chemistry. Yeah, of course. But it just, like, moved way too I fast. Know. Like, that you... It was almost cocky the way they were like, yeah, we know we're going to get another. Yeah. Because with Baby and... Because um, I love Baby and Elite and all those, like, European Netflix uh-huh. shows. Those, you never knew if they were going to get season two. They don't even know if they're going to mm-hmm. get season two, right? But, like, with a show like Emily in Paris that's so poorly written. Yeah. But that's just has an appealing world which is real mm-hmm. like just just because paris is appealing it's gonna be so easy to sell yeah which they've clearly proven exactly that. and that's the thing like i feel like with the plot it's just so basic and there weren't any moments in the show where i'm like i'm gonna stop watching because it's so stressful because she solves everything in 20 yeah, minutes true. that i was like zooming true. through it because it never irked me i guess because <sighs> sometimes when i watch shows and it like something goes wrong for more than two episodes, I do not want to continue because it's too complex for my brain to handle for a 20-minute episode. Or it's stressful. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's also why I liked it so much. It was so basic, and it's, like, a fun watch. Like, it's so lighthearted. Yeah. It's fun. And every episode is, like, a new problem, so it's yeah. just so quick. Yeah. That's true. That's the thing. Like, I would honestly rewatch this just because, like... Okay, oh, yeah. But it's not because it's good. It's literally because you, like, imagine yourself in this life. It's comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's comfortable. And, like, I don't think there needs to be any shame in liking a film, like, a, a TV show that's comfortable. No, yeah. You just have to acknowledge that, like, sure, it's, like, not good. It's, like, not good writing or whatever. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just fun. It's like a rom-com. Like, why you would watch a rom-com? It's not an Oscar-winning film, but it's, like, yeah. people still like it. It's fun. It is creative, I think. Yeah. Because there's a whole there's demographic that eats this up. And that's me, I guess, but... Yeah, I guess, you know. yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like, at the end of the day, like to round it out since you love to say that i don't think it's like poor writing i think the plot's just so basic and predictable but that's almost like the beauty of the show like i want to be that and they make it so easy to imagine yourself as that that it's fun to watch you want to be that you want to be emily not yeah or i want to be there i don't know if i want to be emily but i want to be there and they set it up like just how it is in my imagination so obviously i'm gonna like it you know what i mean so, yeah, it's not something that I indulge in with, like, a lot of, like, thoughts and stuff. I just watch it passively, and it's fun. My my opinion, at least, is that it is poor writing, or 
it's just so cringy. It's not the poor writing. It's the cringy mm-hmm. parts that get me. Um, that prevent me from saying it is, that it's yeah. tolerable. But it, I but agree you... that I just want to be there and it's comfortable mm-hmm. to like watch a rom com and just like be in Paris. But mm-hmm. yeah, but um, that kind of concludes today's episode of My Sister the Therapist. I guess kind of talking about one of our recent watches. <laughs> I guess most of the world's recent watches. Yeah, number one on Netflix right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right, well, that was a fun episode, and... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, so for now, we'll see you next episode. Bye!